Hello, everyone. Welcome to Cinema Chat. I am David Heath. And this is my first full podcast. And uh, I have decided that for this podcast, since this is a podcast about the movies, this series is about the movies, I have decided to start it with a movie that I'm extremely familiar with. And uh, that movie is Silver Streak. Um, This is one of my personal favorites, and I've seen it probably more than I've seen any other movie. And uh, that says a lot because I can watch a lot of movies a lot of times. (laughs) Anyway, I um, wanted to talk about Silver Streak today and also delve into the little bit of the relationship between Richard Pryor and Gene Wilder. And um, uh, but Silver Streak was is a movie that's full of laughs and chills and spills. Uh, Gene Wilder and Richard Pryor—it's their first teaming together. Uh, they had excellent screen chemistry. Uh, they balanced each other out really well. As a matter of fact, um, they they were not at all at all like um, <laughs> to look at or listen to. Uh, Gene Wilder was always excitable, and Richard Pryor was always kind of cool um, and didn't really care what was going on. Um, In real life, Gene Wilder and Richard Pryor were not great friends. Um, As it turns out, they got along along really pretty well on the set, but uh, Richard Pryor had many problems um, due to drugs and... um, He uh, was a bit of a loner, and uh, Gene Wilder, as did all of the members of of the set, um, got a little got a little tired of the of the shenanigans. Um, And this is something that Gene Wilder admitted on uh, Johnny Carson um, in um, the '90s. Um, So they weren't really great friends, but they did have excellent chemistry. They went on to star uh, in four movies together, and in, in within fifteen year period, uh, Gene Wilder in, in Silver Streak plays George Caldwell, and he Gene Wilder has the most screen time um, of anyone in the film. He is definitely our film's protagonist. Protagonist, the story's protagonist. Um, he is the guy we we root for. He plays George Caldwell, and George George meets um, Jill Clayburgh. Um, uh, Jill Clayburgh's name is Hilly Burns in the movie, um, and they uh, um, hit it off uh, together, and they uh, in in the, they end up having a, a cabin uh, in a in the train where the um, connecting door. Uh, was stuck, therefore it was easy to open, and so it wasn't locked. <laughs> so, so they ended up um, they they ended up in in Hilly's portion of the the cabin, and all of a sudden, uh, Gene Wilder uh, sees um, a a dead man uh, on the side of the train and through the window or at least what he thinks is a dead man. And uh, it turns out that was indeed what he saw, and that was Hilly's boss. And 
the main part of the of the movie is uh, is to uh, basically uh, take Gene Wilder as character George Caldwell and into an adventure that um, an average guy like him just wasn't used to. Um, he gets thrown off the train three times. He gets accused of murder that he didn't commit. Um, he eventually ends up stealing a car with Richard Pryor's character and uh, um, gets involved with a runaway train at the end. Um, he eventually uh, gets teamed up with Richard Pryor, of course, and, uh, um, you know, Richard Pryor had had 50% of the funny lines in this movie and 100% of the hilarious lines. He was just absolutely incredible in that movie. and um, But the movie keeps a very, very fast pace. Um, there's all kinds of things going on, all kinds of side characters, mostly side villains. Um, and um, uh, But the movie doesn't slow down at all. It, it, uh, it, only a couple of times to give you a chance to catch your breath maybe for a moment. Um, but really, the 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 only slower parts in the movie are really to explain the thickness of the plot itself. And um, you know, the movie is very uh, has a it's it's directed uh, by Arthur Hiller, and um, and Arthur Hiller clearly is giving a tip of the cap to Alfred Hitchcock in this movie. Um, he it's uh, it's got murder after murder and um, you know but somehow it remains uh, a comedy and but the movie has a very identical theme uh, written by Henry Mancini that you hear several times and Henry Mancini uh, of course uh, composed. Uh, Dozens of, of uh, songs um, or dozens of uh, pieces uh, for movies and TV and uh, but um, it the movie is the theme is very is very identifiable and um, and it does ke help the movie keep pace a steady pace um, um, and Arthur Hiller uh, was a veteran director uh, he directed more than forty films altogether in his in his life um, he. Um, uh, he did express regret about this one film, uh, about not getting Richard Pryor into the movie a little sooner. Um, the plot doesn't really lend to getting Pryor into the movie sooner, but um, it would. It, it, I think that uh, the the laughs we have in the last fifty minutes of the film make up for the hour that we didn't have him. And uh, Gene Wilder definitely uh, does a fantastic job as as the ordinary average guy not accustomed to excitement um he shoots a man with a spear gun and and uh he sees all kinds of things happening and um he's just a an editor and and who who's claim to fame is editing um ed editing books uh, about gardening <laughs> and he's involved with all these shenanigans um uh, but um, he's not used to this type of of thing, and um, he went on the train um, talking with uh, Ned Beatty and and the and the in the movie a side character who 
who really actually plays a key part in the film because he turns out to be an FBI agent. But um, anyway, he he um, he tells Ned Beatty that he has no interest in um, finding a, a romance on the train. Uh, he just wants to relax, and uh, of course, um, that's the first five after the first five minutes. Uh, but after that, they, there's no relaxing for him. <laughs> anyway, the um, but Richard Pryor, the co-star, like I said, he he is just absolutely hysterical in the movie. And there's so many scenes uh, in this where he uh, just steals it. Um, but at the same time, uh, while Gene Wilder is is uh, escaping from or trying to escape from the authorities because they believe he committed a murder, uh, and he didn't. Um, but they're at a train station in, um, in Kansas City, and, and he, is, uh, he, he, he puts on shoe polish uh, to make himself look black. And um, the scene that follows is just unbelievably funny. And um, you'll, it's something that's just you have to see. Um, and like I said earlier, Jill Clayburgh plays the love interest uh, of of uh, George Caldwell, Gene Wilder, uh, and and is and she is a, a key part in the film because uh, because George is trying to ensure her safety, um, and because there is a very bad man on the train. Um, his name is Roger Devereaux. And Roger Devereaux is played by Patrick McGuhan, a veteran actor who played in dozens and dozens of films and TV uh, shows. Um, McGuhan plays uh, a great, a great villain. He is a positively dastardly man that does anything to keep his neck out of trouble. Uh, spoiler alert. Uh, there's a lot of irony uh, to keeping his neck out of out of trouble because that is indeed his his problem in the in the end, as he is decapitated. Sorry about the spoiler there. He he forces the train engineer to continue uh, to drive the train. Um, he's holding a gun at the engineer's head, and forgive the bad impression. He tells the engineer to keep your foot on the pedal, and meanwhile the train. <laughs> Meanwhile, the, the, the train engineer is trying desperately to just jump the train and get out of there, and, and then hopefully the train will stop, uh, as Roger Devereaux is running away from the authorities. And the train ends up running into Marshall Field in Chicago. It's extremely exhilarating. <laughs> um, Gene Wilder and Richard Pryor... Um, Started in, in four movies together, and um, uh, they played uh, uh, after Silver Streak. They were in a movie called Stir Crazy. Um, Stir Crazy and Silver Streak both made ten times their budget. Um, Silver Streak's budget was five million, and it made fifty million in nineteen seventy six. And Stir Crazy's budget was ten million and made over a hundred million, and so it made for a really good teaming. And um, Stir Crazy is a movie directed by Sidney Poitier that uh, that um, 
the 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 two the two uh, heroes in the film actually uh, are mistaken for ba- bank robbers, and it turns out to be a, a fun movie. Um, and they went on to also play in See No Evil, Hear No Evil in 1989, and uh, that was a slightly a slightly politically incorrect film about Wilder being a deaf man and Pryor being a blind man, and all of the the hilarity that ensues. Um, um, but they, again, once again, I don't know what it is about Gene Wilder, but he plays the average guy getting in trouble with the law for a crime he didn't commit. Uh, this time it's a a murder that the authorities believe that they committed together. And, and of course they didn't, um, uh, fun film. Um, and then they played in one last, uh, movie together, uh, called Another You. Um, that was an unfortunate situation uh, where it was the final film for both Wilder, uh, final final feature for a film for Wilder and Pryor. And uh, Richard Pryor uh, got sick with uh, multiple sclerosis and really wasn't able to do any more movies after that. And, um, uh, and Gene Wilder, for the most part, retired uh, as well. Uh, but um, another U was planned. It was panned generally by everyone, and um, spelled the end of 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 a great team, and um, and also two really really great movie careers, as both of them played in several roles brilliantly. Uh, Richard Pryor died in two thousand five after suffering a heart attack. He had. Uh, as I said, multiple sclerosis. He was diagnosed uh, in the 90s, uh, which um, really kept him from making any more movies and um, and really, in general, working regularly at all. He did continue to do, um, do comedy from the stage, uh, sitting down, and, um, and uh, people uh, did get to at least enjoy that. But Richard Pryor's life is... Uh, a podcast in and of itself, and um, we're, Gene Wilder went on uh, to direct and um, and act in uh, a few more. Uh, he made a few more appearances as a as an actor, and also directed some um, some movies after um, the two uh, stopped making movies together. Uh, but um, uh, Gene Wilder uh, stated late in life. Um, that um, he that this is a, a, a quote. He says, "I don't like show business. I like show, but I don't like business." Unquote. Uh, but Gene Wilder is w- one of my favorite actors. I really enjoyed uh, watching his um, movies as a as a child and and as an adult. Um, but um, he, of course. Uh, died a couple of years ago, um, as did Arthur Hiller, the director of uh, Silver Streak. They died within days of each other, as a matter of fact. Uh, but um, uh, but Silver Streak is a fantastic movie. It um, I I've always enjoyed it, and I like the Runaway Train. Uh, I like um, the juxtaposition of personalities that Gene Wilder and Richard Pryor offer, and. Um, and it's it's exciting and exhilarating movie that that um, has a extremely fast pace, but um, 
I really enjoyed talking about this uh, movie. It is again one of my favorites, and I I hope that uh, I hope that you enjoy it, and I hope that um, more importantly you enjoy the movie. And um, if you haven't seen it, uh, definitely definitely watch it. And that is the end of my first podcast, and I will be posting this on Facebook and. Um, Hope you enjoyed and be look on the lookout for podcast number two soon.